Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Qualified Preacher Podcast. My name is Inia Mudadion, the host, and with me is my co-host, Fidelicious Fidel. That's about to be your tagline. Hi, Fidel. Um, <laughs> Hi, Inem. I don't know. I don't know about that tagline, please. I did not accept it. <laughs> I didn't you have to accept pick one it. Now. It's either you go with but, Thank you. What happened to my name, my actual name? You can just call me my I actual name. I put it name. there. Right? Fidelicious Fidel. Fidel. Uh, no Allah. No, no Allah. No Allah. Okay. <laughs> no Allah. But yeah. So, um, so okay. so excited to be here today to talk about today's topic. I, I think is one that will definitely like help a lot of people, and I can't wait to like you know to talk about it. Okay. So today we're talking about dealing with offense, getting offended, dealing with it, recovering from it, forgiveness, all of that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been offended? Yeah. Let's start. Have you ever what? been offended? Have you ever been offended? <laughs> of course, of course, I have been. I've been offended. <laughs> Is there anyone that has never been offended? I don't think there's anyone that can say they've never been offended. I'm sure that person exists. We just don't know the person. No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, I've definitely been offended. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, you have been. Of course, you have been. You have been offended. Yeah, I have, and you know, it's one thing, right, to be offended when you are still either uh, a baby Christian or like still coming up in the faith. It's another thing for you to get. I feel like there are stages that there are levels to it, right? Even though it's still the same offense, but how you deal with it really differs and changes, I guess, the more mature you become in your spiritual work. What do you think? Yeah, I get that. I I, I, I get what you mean. Um, but I, I think, I mean, as much as everybody understands what offense, offense is, I think, we, we, we should you know first just define what offense is offense is you know annoyance animosity resentment that is brought about by you know disregard or disrespect on oneself by another person right it could be anything it could be, it could be a bunch of things um but like you know and another thing is <laughs> what is offense to somebody to person A, for example, might not be offense. Yeah. Might not be offense to to might person not be offensive B. to someone so, else. Yeah. Exactly. So we we can all just you know <laughs> just agree that offense is offense, and everybody gets offended regardless because it's almost impossible to not interact in this world or to interact in this world with people from different cultures, different backgrounds, different lifestyles, um, different choices and preferences and not get offended. It's not possible. All right. So um, the first thing is, you know, we, we already define what offense is and then we say, okay, what's offense? But what is offensive to person A might not be offensive to, to person B. So how do you deal with offense? Right. I think the first thing is, accept that you are offended <laughs> a lot of people actually don't 
don't pay attention to that so it's a thing where you you feel a certain type of way but you've not processed that thought you've not processed that emotion you've not asked yourself why do i feel this way right for some people it's a thing where they they are offended but they think i should not be offended by this but you are offended so it's okay to as in it's okay to be like Mm-mm, okay even though i should not be offended by this i am offended by it so why should, why should why? the person be offended by it like who gets to choose I'm sorry? why shouldn't the person be offended by it like who gets to choose what is offensive or not offensive exactly so i mean that is the question right but the thing is there are times when something offends you and you're asking yourself or you're telling yourself i shouldn't be offended by this but you are for whatever reason i mean there there are a bunch of reasons why you could be offended it could be the person who did it right so for example there's stuff that your friend will do to you or somebody you, you consider your friend there's something the person will, will do to you and you will not be offended somebody else who is not as close to you will do it and it, you will be offended sure, right true. so it could be it could be the individual it could be the thing that was done maybe based off expectation right so there's somebody that you you consider a close friend or somebody that is really close to you and you know the person either does something or does not do something and then you are offended even though there was no like it wasn't like a fight or there was no exchange of words but you're just like oh i expected better from this person expectations even i think that's another thing that we need to even like touch on a bit expectations can bring offense when you I expect think we should something. even i think we should start from there because i think that can determine or influence what determines what is offensive or not offensive yeah expectations because if for instance yeah if for instance i am in a relationship with someone and i have expectations on how that person should treat me and then that person doesn't do it i'm definitely going to get yeah. offended because i'm like yeah guy there is offense there there is there might be resentment as well because you're like okay i expect you and that brings us to the second point so you remember the first point is acknowledge and accept that you are offended the second point is you know i'll say pray the second point is pray and then after praying communicate with the the person who has you know created that offense or in, in simpler terms the person who has offended you right so acknowledge and accept that you are offended then pray about it and then communicate right so breaking that down um it's it's so important as believers right that when you feel that way you pray you talk to god right what does that do for you it it a lot of times i mean a lot of times again in fact i'll say it a lot of times what prayer does is more about you know changing you helping you to see as god sees changing something in your heart more than it is you know about anything else to be very honest so in that situation where you are offended and you are going to you are going to god in prayer it should be more you know okay god this is how i feel this is what this this 
this person did and the goal is if you are praying at that point the goal is reconciliation the goal is um restitution the goal yeah. is forgiveness exactly you want to you want to forgive that person right and so you you go to god and your prayer is directed in this fashion it's more about okay god this is how i feel i accept that i am offended i feel hurt i feel betrayed i feel like this person did not handle this thing well i feel like this person should, should not have said this or done this i feel like you know just say 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 what it is to god and just and be like okay god i want to be able to forgive this person and let it go all right that should be the focus of the prayer and i think it's important we say that because some people some people might think that the prayer is oh god this person offended me offend them back let them let them not know peace <laughs> right all of those kind of things i think it's important to clarify that right so the objective of your prayer is forgiveness is reconciliation it's fixing whatever it is especially in in your heart and it's a hard thing offense is a hard thing a lot of times offense is a hard thing it manifests in within your emotions obviously with anger sometimes even bitterness right malice right the malice there is not you know i don't know why here in i don't know whether it's a nigerian thing or an, an african thing when you say malice people think not speaking to somebody that oh they are keeping malice so they are not speaking no malice is actually i mean it's the root word for malicious and when you say somebody has malicious intent it means the person does not have good plans for you it's right? so it's a thing well. where the person does not wish you well exactly so you see somebody that has offended you what malice is you are thinking about the worst case scenario that will happen to them if they are if they are maybe they are going to walk you just be like i wish they would just suck you from that walk that you are going if the person is in their car yes i as in somewhere in your mind you're like i just wish that you would just have like one bad accident that would damage your car or something that is malice that is malice all right and it can manifest itself in all of those things. and that's why prayer is important it's important to pray because forgiveness is what is required of you the bible says that you have been forgiven so that you can forgive other people jesus was speaking to peter in matthew 18 and you know peter came he asked him he said how many times are we supposed to forgive somebody who offends us should it be seven times so it's what it was one of those things where peter had an answer to the question or he thought he had an answer to the question and he wanted to put words in jesus's mouth and he was like oh should should we forgive people seven times right and jesus is like you know um 70 by seven times now there is there is some um contention as to whether it is 70 times seven which is 490 or 77 or whatever it is it is that amount in a day in a day now i put it to you that i as in even if the person was sent from the pit of hell <laughs> the person cannot offend you 490 times or 77 times in 24 hours i put it to you that that's that's not that's not possible so what jesus was trying to say is limitless boundless forgive everybody forgive everything sounds hard sounds hard but it is doable 
that is why the Spirit of God has been given to us. The Bible says that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Love forgives. God forgives. Do you know what the Bible says? And this connects with salvation. Jesus, I mean, God says, for my sake, I will not remember your sins anymore. Wipe our, our, slate, our slates clean. Like, he doesn't remember. He forgives us. Like, he for, forgives us. Even while we're yet in sin. The Bible says that Christ loved us and then he died for us. Okay, so it's a thing where if we say that we are like Christ, if we say we have the the nature of God, we have we have God's spirit, then we have been equipped to forgive people boundlessly, limitlessly. All right, that's for the number two point. So the first point is acknowledge and accept that you are offended. The second point is pray about it. The third point is communicate. Now this this depends right it's not cast in stone because some people forgive other people and they are fine they i don't need to have a conversation with you i'm forgiving you i'm good things are are, are okay sometimes but one, you can't even find one of the people, reasons sometimes you can't even find people to have the conversation exactly i mean them. that's that's yeah that's that's an exceptional case if you can't find them then it's fine right but no. the thing is i mean if, if it's a thing maybe the person is not in your space anymore maybe the person is not or the person doesn't want to talk to you anymore or the i mean i was coming to that right so it's a thing where one of the reasons why communication is important is you want to be able to let that person know that what they did actually caused offense right so again it's conversation with the aim to repair and restore is not confrontation all right because the mistake a lot of people make is they think that communication is confrontation it's not confrontation it's a conversation with the aim of restoration so i'm coming to you and i'm telling you that oh um bro this thing you did actually made me feel bad right or even if i mean even even if if you are still processing the hurt you, you tell the person this thing you did I feel bad about it. I don't think you should have done this. I feel betrayed. I feel slighted. I feel like you didn't handle this thing well. As in, vocalize how you feel, obviously, with respect, with regard, with honor, especially if that person is, you know, a believer. With love, let the person know that, okay, this this thing that they did offended you, all right? But the goal, like I said, is restoration, reconciliation, all right? And if that person, you know, if it's if if all things are equal the person will most likely apologize and then you know you have you have a you have a stronger relationship because when relationships overcome adversity you become stronger if somebody has offended you right um and you guys have fixed it and, and you guys are good you guys are good you have a stronger relationship sometimes it might not be a stronger relationship sometimes it is a relationship where you now know where to draw the line, right? And I think I should say that because it's not every it's not every offense. As in, if somebody offends you, it's not it's not every time that you go back in with as much intensity and energy as you were initially. Sometimes it's just an indication that you need to set boundaries. Right, still love them, still relate with them, obviously, but maybe you know, just with boundaries. Yeah, so that's 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 how I think that you know, 
we can deal with Offense. with offensive. Okay, yeah. so I think we need to highlight like the reason why it's even important to have this conversation because there are some people that take pride in being able to um, keep malice, as we say, keep malice or hold a grudge or be angry at someone for many years. Some people take pride in that and while that might work. It's just one of those things that people take pride in. It doesn't always make sense, but people do. Because I guess for some people, it's like, oh, I'm a bad dude. I don't have emotions or... I don't know. I I don't know what the reasoning is, but everybody has their own reasons. And while that might work for some Mm. people, it definitely doesn't work for us. Because as you said, if we are... If the goal is to be like Christ, right? There's no way... There's no way in the Bible where God was like, ooh... These children have hurt me, so I'm going to keep malice. I'm not going to. I'm going to disappear and go into my room and let them roam mm. around and not talk to me. That, yeah. that that never happened. So the reason why this conversation is so important is because holding a grudge, holding on to an offense, can actually block you. It can stop you from so a lot of, a lot of times things like offense, anger rage or unforgiveness can serve as blockage can stop you from being what god has called you to be or doing what god has called you to do and like it can be such a huge distraction that 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 really takes just 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 to explain how these distractions work like they can come in different form for some different forms for some people it's desire to be in a relationship that could be a distraction something that is stopping you from you know, being all that God has called you to be. For some people, it's offense. And you don't even realize how what is happening. Because when that happens, you are not allowing the Holy Spirit to work in you. You're not allowing yourself to display the fruit of the Spirit. And we already know, or I'm assuming we already know, that offense is definitely not one of the fruits of the Spirit. So, obviously, that's going to stunt your growth. So, that's, that's like one of the reasons why it's so important for us to have these conversations on how to let go of stuff and how to forgive and how to avoid holding on to grudges and avoid holding on to offenses like it's so important that we know why we are doing because for me i'm a white person i need to know why am i doing this thing and if i understand yeah, that yeah. holding on to a grudge or holding onto an offense is going to stop me from being like christ then why why should i do it so yeah, there's that. Um, so I think, like, I feel like Fidel has preached everything. He has preached the roof down, <laughs> as they say. What? <laughs> he has preached everything. But I think, like, let's. Because I think the thing about podcasts is you get to be practical about it. It's it's not. Yeah. It's not just about okay. Just just before we do that. Right. I, I just want to add that it's so important, right? Um, as as believers, because I I I, I strongly believe that we are speaking to be- believers. Um, the importance of this is is I mean relationships, right? Relationships as believers, and I mean like with other believers, is so important to God. We we. It's almost like we undermine it sometimes. It is so important that Jesus, Jesus, 
said something. He said, if you have a gift that you want to give to God, like you, you are offering it um, in the temple or in the church, as the yeah. case may be in our own time. He says, and you have an offense with, with a brother or you, uh, you have a squabble with a brother. Jesus said, drop that, that gift that thing the, yeah. the, the, the altar and go fix that right um first john first john 4 talks about how that god is god is love and how that we must love one another if we say we love god right it says how can you say you love god when the brother that you are seeing you say that you love god that you, you cannot see or you do not see the brother that you are seeing every day you don't love him jesus said again john 13 verse 35 he says, this is how men will know that you are my disciples when you love one another. The reason why I'm talking about love is because when we walk in love, or like some people say, your love walk is a major determinant of your maturity and also a major determinant of how you handle offenses. When you understand that we are called to walk in love and pretty much we live a life of love, our life, our, as in our life as, as believers is powered by love because we know that God is love. God is not prayer. God is not, God is not speaking in tongues. No matter how eloquent your tongues are, no matter how um, vibrant they are, if you, if you like, let your tongues be sounding like machine gun that is conking. <laughs> It, it it does god is not god is not that god is love all right and paul talks about how that if if he doesn't have love even if he gives his body to be born as in sometimes i think about it and i'm like yo even if you make the sacrifice of your life if it is not on the altar of love if it's not on the premise of love you have wasted your your time and your resources and your energy that's how imp- that's how important love is so the believer who is dealing with offense must understand that he's called to love and what that means is no matter what is going on no matter what is happening my first response must be love is this how love would respond and then interestingly um we know what i like to call the characteristics of love how love appears all right what love does love is kind love believe the do a lot and i've done it so much sometimes i do it unconsciously so some people have to even call me out of it i make excuses for people so if somebody does stuff i'm saying oh maybe because of this and then sometimes it takes my friends all right or people in my space to be like guy this is what this person did this is what the person did why are you making excuses for them if, if i told you everybody has made at least have a conversation with them first so it's something i do a lot love believes the best don't think the worst don't think this person did this thing because they are out to finish me they are out to the person is dealing with envy and jealousy and everything maybe the person just had a bad day maybe the person is going through stuff maybe the person is, is having it tough at work you've not thought about all of those things it's only about you 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 and that's why you are offended all right i mean that that is not to take away from the fact that, that some people are actually interesting people and they will they offend you right there, there is that as well and we've spoken about that acknowledge and accept all right pray about it and then communicate if if the opportunity is present if you can do that all right so 
um, it's just important to actually just say this that as believers love is our response love is how we respond we walk in love yep I agree everything you said um I was thinking about one of the last times I got offended yeah let's talk about it real life (laughs) real life scenario I'm going to, um, one is going to be on offense and then the next one is going to be on forgiveness. But at the end of the day, they are both the same thing because there's usually forgiveness and offense in the same situation. Or at, hopefully, there's usually forgiveness and offense in the same situation. So, one of the last times I got really offended was at my old place where I used to work. And this person used to get on my nerves. Like, and to be fair, it wasn't just mine. It was like everyone's, every single person's nerves. Like, you think you have nerves, you think you know where they are. It's going to find them, it's going to walk all over them. And yeah, I, oh my God. Before yeah, I go, are, I just. You are thinking about it again. I'm thinking about it, but I was just thinking about something interesting that a lot of times, right, when these kind of things happen to us, they're actually. Like I told you the other day about something, they're actually an opportunity for us to work on our um, fruit. Because a lot of times, there are terrible situations that have taught yeah. me, yes, that have t- taught me um, patience, or taught me how to show love yeah. when all I want to do is punch someone, or whatever yeah. the, the situation is. So, yeah. Um, so I said that because these guys get my nerves every day. To a point where, like, it was a constant prayer point. It's like before I leave the house in the morning, I'm like, Holy Spirit, please help me. <laughs> help me today, Holy Spirit, help me, Father. Like, help me and help him. Like, I know he's not a believer, but please help him, work on him, convict him, and all of that. Yeah. And then I'll get to the office, and against, you know, my, all my hopes and expectations, or God would still do something or do several things. And I'll just be like, Hold me, Father, do offense. Hold me, <laughs> keep me from doing or saying something that I shouldn't say. Um, and then there'll be times where this guy would legit offend me, and I would. I remember this particular day, I got so offended and so angry that I, I had to just take a break. So I left my seat, left the office. I was just walking around and praying for a bit, just to calm down, cool off. And then <laughs> I finished praying by just telling God how I was feeling, telling this that I was feeling, and then he's like, go and apologize. I was like, huh? I- I'm sorry. I did not hear you. You said I should not do what? <laughs> he said, go and apologize. I'm like, let's, let's, let's talk about it. <laughs> what did I do? I actually didn't do anything. Like, I don't know about you, Fidel, but there are some times and this is just tell you to gonna put that like guy. Oh my god. I am the wronged party here. I am the offended one here. I am the one that this person should come and you know, it just goes to show like difference in the way we think and the way God thinks. Because for us we're like, this person offended me. How dare this person? Do they know why this person needs to lie down, roll on the floor and do whatever to appease the gods? Yeah. And then yeah. you just like, hmm, are you done? Now I'm gonna put it. Yeah. And you know, first of all, 
we are right in this country and especially and then specifically in lagos where everybody is trying to you know form bado of the bad badoest <laughs> so everybody's trying to be the baddest you know everybody's trying to yeah. feel that you can't you can't take yeah. it for granted you can't use my head yeah, i can't i can't i can't be fooled yeah right you can't think that you they have say, to they say, be... they say don't let them ride you don't let them right. ride you. <laughs> so it's like for saying you're sorry is like a sign of weakness for a lot of people especially in this yeah. you know kind of place so it's like yeah. understand all of those things and then the host is like gonna apologize especially when you didn't do anything wrong it's it's yeah. easier not easy but easier to apologize when you did something wrong it's a yeah. whole other ball game when the host is like gonna apologize and you're innocent in one foot and I'm like yeah. long story short i went no i apologize actually i was mixing two things up but yes i did apologize and i did um how did it turn out it got to a point, long story short, it got to a point where I legislated praying for this guy to get another job. Wow. Or for me to get a job first. But God answered my prayers and he ended up getting a job before me and it all worked out. But like, mm. yeah. So that's one experience with, because <laughs> oh, I was willing to hold a girl and then the husband just came and said, mm, yeah. remember yeah. who you are. Remember who your father is. He didn't say that this is nothing drama. Or as my mother would say, um, a lion cannot give birth to a goat. So I had to remember yeah. that you know I'm not a goat. I came mm. from a lion, so I had to act like a lion. Come on, come so, on, come on. Come on. You are like your father. Right. You are like your father. Even though he's pinching me. That. I'm pinching yeah. like and that's the thing, like I, mean, I feel like that those times when it's really pinching your soul and you're like ah me a me security don't know i don't know where that came from what? 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 <laughs> don't be don't be roused on our podcast and then don't be roused on our podcast and then you want to beat your chest and be like do you know hey go and then you're like, are you done Forgive, like, have you have you have you done your have you done your madness are you done yeah. with your madness are you done yeah so, it's, it's so it's so it's so it's so i i can i can totally understand that because i recently too had to deal with you know that kind of thing where somebody had done something to me and while i was thinking about it and just rolling it over in my mind the holy spirit said to pray for them um that's and I, I just thing. did yes I like not just forgive like, but also pray for them and you're like <laughs> yeah I, that that, that brings me, me to <laughs> that brings me to, to to the things I want to say as as we wrap up, right? Two things that I want to say. It is in the nature of God to actually, you know, put the put the other it's so funny. It's so funny. And a lot of people a lot of people might not agree with this, but I will still say it because it is the nature of our father. Man was the one who Adam was the one who fell. Adam was the one who disobeyed, right? Adam was the one who broke the edge. Who came to die? <laughs> Not Adam. Who came to die? Who came to bridge the gap? 
not Adam's still children. God. God, mm-hmm. God in flesh. Man was the one who offended in a manner of speaking. God was the one who took the first step towards reconciliation. So it's the nature of God. And as believers, that is what that is what we must aspire to. It's hard in the flesh. But if you will submit yourself to the spirit, the Bible says, walk in the spirit and you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. If you will allow the spirit of God to walk through you, then you will find that that's what you will always lean towards. You will always take 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 the first step. All right. The second thing I want to say is hurt people hurt other people broken people try to break other people if you have a case where someone is repeatedly stepping on your nerves in your case you might need to relegate your own preferences your 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 person and pray for that person because it could be that that person is going through stuff either they are dealing with trauma that is expressing itself or they are overcompensating by doing all of those things you need to pray for them you know it's funny you, you mention mention that because mm-hmm. just my experience where someone kept doing something repeatedly yeah. that yeah. i knew that he knew that i didn't i didn't like and i i didn't want and yeah. we got to a point she was just like because this person was my friend like my yeah. real legit friend and it mm-hmm. was hurting me that he was continuously hurting me and so i took it yeah. to him and i'm like i don't i don't know what to do and the thing he did when i started to talk to him about it, the thing he did was uh, which makes it so much if we are talking about forgiveness sometimes what makes it easy for me to forgive is when god does this thing where he is almost like he opens that person's mind and shows me like mm. look at this mm. and then it explains to me why this person is acting the way this person is acting yeah. and then I'm like okay and then it's like if this person knew better they probably do better but they exactly. don't and you do exactly. so you exactly. have to be the bigger okay, okay guys so, so we've said I feel like we've said a lot about offense forgiveness letting go the importance of you know not holding on to grudges and all and honestly i don't know what else to let to say but i just want to add that okay i guess i now know what to let to say i just want to add that someone could be listening to it and feeling like or thinking that all oh, these people are just talking the people that were really hurt them <laughs> i can't speak for video i can definitely speak for myself and i have been hurt and I have hurt people. And I've been hurt a lot. Hey, you've, been, you've gone on a hunting spree. A hunting spree. <laughs> I haven't. I was going to Had say to something earlier when we were talking about, um, you know, hurt people, hurt people, broken people, try to play people. I w- this is how it says, right, with that, with that scenario. And I think that's why it's so important, especially for us believers, because the world can act how the world wants to act. But if we are... If we say we are going to do this, if we say we are committed to doing this, then we have to do this the godly way. We have to do this the godly way. And so it requires living up to a different standard. It requires living up to a different code with the help of the Holy Spirit, obviously. So there's that. And with the whole hurt people, hurt um, people and that um, thing, how I see it is just Im- like someone, imagine someone is bleeding from a wound or wounds. 
they are going to bleed on anyone they interact with. And it's one thing for people in the world to do that. It's it's another thing for us that say we are God's children. Well, everyone is God's children, but you get the point. For us believers to do that, like it's it really sucks. And I think that's why God is so passionate. Like we can't we can't be out here bleeding on other people. We need to allow him with the help of allow the Holy Spirit to help us deal with our injuries, deal with our wounds and make us whole. And that wholeness and that healing will, will make it so much easier to forgive, will make it so much easier for us to refuse to give in to our fleshy desire to hold on to grudges, to say, no, I won't forgive that person, to say, no, this offense, I will carry it on my head till I die, you know? So, yeah, like we can't, we can't afford, like you hear people talk about church hurts, and oh my god it's so heartbreaking that even and i get it the church is you know is a hospital but it's more than that it's if we are all committed if we're all on a journey of you know becoming the best versions of ourselves christ then we should have less church hurts we should have less hurts we should hurt hurt ourselves less so like that's really the importance of having this conversation is we can't afford to keep you know doing business as usual no like no not just for ourselves but also for the people that you know for people that are attached to us we can't afford to keep going out there hurting ourselves and hurting other people we have to do better we can do better i think that's another thing sometimes when you when we fall so many times, right? Or when we make certain mistakes so many times, that's when the devil comes in and it's like, maybe this is who you are. Maybe this is all you can be. Why don't you just let it go and stop trying, right? But the reality yeah. is that that's it's a lie from the pit of hell. No matter how many times you've fallen, no matter how many grudges you've held on to, how many times you refuse to let go of stuff or forgiveness has seemed so difficult for you, you can still decide and you can still allow the spirit to help you do things differently so my hope my prayer is that this i know that was i don't know where that came from but yeah you know goal, where it came from out I, of your belly it's a gosh it's a gosh hey what are you now glossy water anyway so i'll what <laughs> you are rude um yeah so the whole point of all of this is to say that i have been hurt i have hurt other people and i have learned sometimes the hard way that holding on to a grudge what's that thing what's that saying holding on to a grudge is like drinking poison and expecting it to affect the other person have you heard that saying before? Or oh, holding on to yes. forgiveness? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. it really is like apart from you know it preventing you from being Christ-like, you are really hurting yourself because you're just walking around with so much anger, with so much pain, and with so much like it, it, it when you have, when you carry all those things um with you as you go through life, it's so easy for any little thing to trigger you. Like anything, like you could just walk in the door and it, small child just accidentally brushes their body away like, ah! <laughs> are you okay what's wrong with you and the poor child is like 
that is literally what it means when, when we say hurt people hurt people or people are bleeding onto other people because that child did not intentionally set out to hurt you but because you yeah. have so much pain and hurt and anger and grudge and unforgiveness inside of you it's just boiling over and it's yeah. preventing the Holy Spirit from working, doing his best work inside of you, working inside of you so long story short let's allow the Holy Spirit to work on us, let's allow the Holy Spirit to do what only he can do and let go of grudges and let go of unforgiveness and let go of all the terrible stuff because like, there's so much more in this just imagine imagine you are 30 years old and you spent 29 of those years well you were young so let's move only five from when you were young and let's say you spent 25 of those years because i think at five you have to know things and you can you know deal with pain and stuff so you, for 25 years you've been carrying walking around carrying grudges and then yeah. one day meet someone the holy spirit jesus and he's like give me your hand i want to help you like i want to take off all that load all that baggage all that pain all that yeah i want yeah. to hold on to that why would you want to be like no my own no it is a lie no like it hurts personally speaking anyways it hurts so much because just i know i'm trying to wrap this up but something really just occurred to me there was someone a family member that hurt me so bad and for so long like the, the she the pain the the hurting ha- happened for a long period of time and so i carried the pain of that for a long period of time seeing this person talking uh, hearing people talk about this person it was like someone was literally pouring pepper on me like it was so aggravating it was so Ugh. and then i just i didn't realize how bad things were until recently well, i don't i don't remember how it happened honestly i really don't but i woke up one day and i realized that i had forgiven her and and i think the realization came from me feeling a feeling led to pray for her and the previous person that was crying around all that pain and all that hurt and all that anger and all that whatever would not eh pray i would have been okay let me, let me pray for someone else or something mm-hmm. but it just i was able to pray for her and I, it wasn't it, you know that some prayers where those who you pray but you'll be praying somehow no this one i was really able to pray freely for her like pray for her like i actually cared about her pray for her like i was praying for myself pray pray for her like i was praying for my child that i gave but do you understand like praying for her like this person matters to me and this person i actually care about this person i love this person and in that moment i realized oh my god this is freedom this is legit what freedom feels like where i'm yeah. walking around yeah. the next time someone talked about her i could laugh i could joke i could yeah. like it was so much better so holding on to god really does nothing amazing for your life it really just stunts you and it stops you from being I don't like to say happy, but being joyful because happiness comes and goes like hunger. But joy is a state of mind. Joy comes from the Holy Spirit. Joy is what we need, and joy is what, especially in this country with the present happenings, <laughs> and you are you are cutting yourself short if you are holding on to it. I finished my yeah. last. Do you have anything to add? To Ooh, you said you said it all. Honestly, you said it all. 
Um, the only thing I just want to say, and you were spot on when you were speaking about, you know, exchanging all of that baggage um, for blessings. Um, I hear the Spirit of God say that for someone who will be listening to this, you have held, um, this one is more than a grudge, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. way heavier than a grudge with, you know, um, someone in your family um, for a long time and the reason why it's, it's hard for you to let go is you feel like if you forgive them then they will live a happy life you yeah. feel like you you holding a grudge is, is keeping them bound but that's the lie of the devil he's yep. painted that picture for you so that you you don't let go but the truth is you have to let go I know that what they did hurt you I, I know that what they did in fact from what I see I can't go into details um, but from, from what I see by the spirit it, it sets you back a number of years in your life it sets you back a number of years in your life I see someone who who, who actually holds a grudge against their uncle because after their father's death their uncle sat on what would have made life better for for them wow. right? and th- that person is listening to this right now um, the word of the Lord to you is a word of comfort God is saying that if you will just let me take that load off of you if you will just let me take that baggage from you you'll find that your life will be so much easier you've dealt with so much pain and hurt and it manifests in itself in, in this way night after night you are crying you are soaking your bed wet enough of that god says that he has come in he's stepping in and he's replacing all of that hurt and pain with joy and gladness that's what the spirit of god says so I pray for that person who, who is listening to me right now, who has you know a baggage, even more than a baggage, such a heavy weight of anger and, and bitterness and resentment. Um, there is healing for you. In the name of Jesus, as you hear my voice right now, there is healing for you. Streams of peace, streams of healing are flowing into your heart claim all of that debris cleaning all of that dirt and debris of of hurt and unforgiveness in the name of jesus thank you heavenly father in jesus name we pray amen you know as you said that right two things occurred to me or something i feel like i don't know if we mentioned it or really touched on it the first thing was I know it's, it's a lot more difficult to forgive someone and let go of the growth when they haven't asked you to forgive them. But it doesn't change the fact that you still have to do it. I know like some people are holding on to the grudge because they're like, no, I have to wait until this person comes and, you know, crawls on their knees and begs me and nah. Mm. No. Nah. You have to, you have to let, let it go. Cause like, yeah. as you mentioned, as you said earlier, like God said to son to die before we even thought. In fact, so many of us still don't he think took that, the first step. He that took the first we step. Yeah. should even say, I'm sorry. You understand? Mm, yeah. Like, 
he, he was done and people were laughing like they were hitting him and taunting him and all those things like nobody was thinking of saying i'm sorry for hurting you i'm sorry for nah so yeah being a christian requires you be a bigger person a lot of the time man even sometimes. man 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 did not even know that he needed a savior right that's exactly you know it's a different thing if it's a different thing if someone is in debt Mm-hmm. And the person comes and says, "Please come and help me pay mm-hmm. this debt. I'll pay mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. I'll pay back after that's done." For when the person does not even know they are in debt, yeah. And then you go and clear that debt. The danger is the person whose debt you have cleared will probably never know that. I understand? There was a debt that was cleared on yeah. your and that's and the, the same and, thing. And probably never show. We never probably never show, show any the, appreciation yep. until he's told. Said, do you do you know that you were owing five mm-hmm. million? But this guy came and anonymously cleared it. As in, he didn't even he didn't even make it. There was no there was no fanfare. So it's it's when we think about it, right? We see the benevolence of God even beyond his 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 benevolence. We see love on display. That's what John three sixteen says. That God so loved the world. I mean, speaking about demonstration, not extent. Demonstration. This is how God loved the world. He gave His Son to die for a world that did not know it needed saving. Hmm. Do you understand? So, you know, the manifestation of love is that we go out. We go out of our way. Somebody does something to you in the nature of your Father, the character of God that you. you the Bible says that it is God who works in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure the fruits of the spirit you have to work them you have to exercise them and how do you do that someone offends you you go out of your way and you know seek reconciliation yep to make it right and the thing is just like you said with you know the death thing the thing is a lot of times this (laughs) this this um the people that are forgiving they never realize sometimes they don't even know that they've hurt you yeah but that's why it's not that's why it's not about them it's about good mm. and it's about you yeah. becoming like good so yeah yeah i i know i know but i just want to quickly want to add on that thing i just quickly i know um when you become a christian right it means when you when you give your life to christ give submit daily submission everything it means that God has taken our place. It's why I remember having a conversation with someone about violence, and I'm like, oh, you would never see me fighting. Why am I fighting? If I'm fighting, it means I don't know. It means I, I have forgotten who I am or whose I am because he's fighting for me. So when it comes to, sometimes when it comes to grudges and, and things like unforgiveness or forgiveness, some people feel like they have to carry it because they have to prove a point. And it's almost like you don't realize that you have someone that is on your side, that is taking care of everything. So why do you still feel the need to put yourself through all that stress and carry all that load? Like God is yeah. carrying everything. So just let it go. That's the whole point. Yeah. Let it go. Anyway, this has been <sighs> such an amazing conversation. Fidel, thank you so yeah, much. Absolutely That's... loved it. Thank you for thank you for, for, for having me. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I, I you came like with you, you came did, you did you did you did good you did great allow me to compliment you now guy ah <laughs> anyway 
thank you guys so much for listening <laughs> we really appreciate it and we hope this blesses you and until next time bye bye guys